from Public Radio. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Next. Reality Check Live. We've all heard about the Me Too movement. What about the He Too movement? It's next. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Reality Check Live We have taken over your radio We are now in control We can crank up your radio's volume Or we can turn it down so low that you can barely hear it Then we can turn it back and mess around with the bass line. Or we can crank up the trouble. We can blow out your left speaker. Oh my God. We can even make your radio sound like a broken CD. We are in total charge. We are in complete control. We are Reality Check Live. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can also follow us across the board on all social media at Go Harrison. We're in a, uh, a special quiet place today because we have uh, subject matter of a sensitive nature. Uh, I will point out in advance that before we talk to our guest, Michael Martin, a slew of emails have come in. People saying, don't interview him. Don't interview him. Uh, this is horrible. It shouldn't get out. It's a big. So we decided to create a place that uh, wouldn't have any competitive voices, uh, but we will address those emails uh, for whatever value or lack of value they may have. We're about to say hi to Michael Martin sitting right next to me. He's a writer, musician, and comic based in L.A., and while in New York, he wrote and performed sold-out shows at Upright Citizens Brigade, the Lincoln Center, Stanford Meisner Theater, and he's writing a memoir called Ten Mentors. That aside, a Broadway legend a college student, and the harassment that still stings today. That's the headline on BuzzFeed. It says Michael Martin was thrilled for the chance to work with multiple Tony Award-winning designer William Ivy Long, but as he told BuzzFeed News, he was not ready for the repeated groping that came with it. By the way, the alleged groper uh, did the costumes for Chicago and Cabaret, Hairspray, Cinderella, Susical, Streetcar Named Desire, The Music Man, The Producers. So we're not talking about an, an unknown alleged groper but this story has gotten a lot of wind there's uh, emails coming in saying don't let michael martin talk don't let him and and what we're talking about for those of you listening who can't see this we're talking about the me too movement for gays it has actually crossed that border it's same sex on same sex uh, uninvited and unwelcomed advances yeah thank you thank you for for providing a forum to talk about this uh, in a in an intellectual way that is not just online lambasting there's been a lot of really positive things happening since the since the article came out last week but there has been 
a lot of negative things that came out too. Things that are fabricated, things that are uncorroborated. And it's not fair because you're a journalist and so you know in order to assemble a piece like this without getting a defamation suit and Long's attorney has not even contacted me yet which is pretty damning but uh, like even to assemble this kind of thing took three months we talked to 30 people BuzzFeed was not going to move forward if they weren't confident that I was telling the truth so let's jump into it because people are in their cars right now saying so what happened what happened and, and uh, let's flash over. You're doing a play with this Tony Award-winning guy, costumer. Uh, you're working with him. Sure. It was my second season working at the Lost Colony. And I, Fred and Agnes Chappell, who were a great stage management and directing team, uh, and then they, they had asked me to take their young daughter under my wing because she was younger than us. She was 19. I was probably 21. And so the four of us kind of operated as a family unit. And they said, William saw something in you. William Ivy Long, uh, the man in question. They said, last year when you were an actor technician, he saw some artistic talent. He'd like to mentor you and he'd like to promote you to props master. Well, I was excited. I mean, he had Tony Awards and I was 21. A Tony Award was like almost like saying someone was uh, coming down off Mount Olympus. Well, it's the Oscars for Broadway. It is it's absolutely. It's like if, if uh, Mommy Dearest came up and clubbed you with her Oscar, you know, you're going to wake up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or unless Mommy Dearest clubbed you to death. And, uh, and that's that's almost what happened in this situation. So let's get down to it. What what are the allegations here? Well, the there are no allegations. Well, from our side. Okay. We weren't there. All right. That's true. Uh, but I will say my story has been vetted and corroborated. And so what I'm alleging here is that uh, Mr. Long did grope me. Mr. Long did pressure me to go to sex parties at his uh, hotel. Mr. Long did insinuate that if I was a little more uh, easygoing, that I would have a better time when I hit New York. Mr. Long tried to mentor me at times, but sometimes he would point and he would go, look at what a great job Michael's doing on this on this scumbling. It's scumbling is a painting technique. And you take flat paint and you make it... Is that a sex party term? No, 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 no. <laughs> Although you could probably turn it in. I mean, you could make anything into a kink these days. I like to think of scumbling. <laughs> Actually, right. Down, just, boy. just so you know, the word scumber, S-C-U-M-B-E-R, E-R, is the clinical term for dog do, the do of a dog. It's called scumber. So scumbling, that's a whole different appetite for a different part of Hollywood. Let's get back to how... <laughs> let's do it. Let's get back to how let's, to do so it. So let's get back to how the dog did yeah. the do. Yes. Because this dog that I'm talking about, William Ivy Long, yes. six-time Tony Award winner, yeah. would point at my work, and everybody would look at my work, and as he was doing that, he would slide his hand down the back of my pants and start digging around. And he was always looking to open my third eye. <laughs> I'm talking about not my consciousness. Not, not your pineal gland on I your have, forehead. I have blue eyes, but he was trying to open my brown eye. Yes. Okay. So now, well, I'm so sorry to be a little crass, but I, I, need, I, need, to, I need to tell this story. Uh, I'm, I'm a comedian, and I say, sometimes I make off-color comments, and this is a serious issue. He molested me. Uh, what's more, he molested a lot of people in the cast. What's more, uh, in the week after uh, publication, we have allegations coming forward of a massive sexual harassment suit that the Lost Colony Foundation covered up and destroyed the records for. There's an assistant stage manager that they they paid uh, to sign an NDA and be quiet. Uh, I can't say her name, nor will I reveal many of the details because she 
might be working with us soon if she can read the NDA and see what's uh, going on with that. There are other uncorroborated things that, no, well, actually, I have corroboration. It's just that they wouldn't go on record. Prostitution. Mr. Long uh, hired two actors from the show to have sex in a no-tell motel while Mr. Long and a weird friend of his watched and masturbated. Well, guess what? That weird friend started donating money to the Lost Colony Foundation. Uh, these things are all things we couldn't print in the article because they weren't stringently corroborated. So, uh, I'm just going to oh, jump sorry. in and, and just reset for a second. We're talking to Michael Martin. He is an actor, a comedian, a musician, <coughs> uh, wrote and performed sold out shows at Upright Citizens Brigade, Lincoln Center, and Sanford Meisner Theater. He's writing a memoir called Ten Mentors. He's talking about a BuzzFeed article that has uh, uh, blown everything up, and we received a pile of emails before the show today people saying don't have him on whatever you do he's crazy don't have him on do not let him tell this story and that begs the obvious question and you've had to deal with this before why would and i don't know who these people are sending emails um and i said i know one i see i recognize one of the email addresses why wouldn't they want again this is this is groundbreaking we're talking about the me too movement for men Right. Men and other men. This is a, a brand new kind of category. We don't have a hashtag that I know of yet. Why wouldn't these people want you to talk about it? Gay lives matter, man. Uh, I, I don't want to steal from the Black Lives Matter movement, but we'll figure out our own hashtag at some point. Uh, so Trendsetters that we are. That's right. Yes. That is right. That so, Hashtag that's right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh or hashtag what's left? Who knows? But anyway, like uh, I think the the question is why should we why should we interview you? Is that kind of the question? Well, the question was the the question is why are they wanting to suppress your voice? What oh, is it that okay. you have to say that has inspired? Typically, when we have guests on, no matter who they are, no matter how controversial, we don't get advanced emails and tweets saying whatever you do, don't do it. Right. Uh, well, I, I've been blogging for uh, at PyFolk.net for about 10 years. I've been talking about alienation within the gay community. I've been talking about internalized homophobia and how we don't allow ourselves the same privileges that straight people get. And straight people, whether they're men or women, they get certain privileges. I mean, it is a privilege to wear a pretty dress and, and have people not throw rocks at you. And that's, that's a, that is a straight female privilege. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because a trans person will have rocks thrown at them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's just now that we are talking about the idea that gay people deserve to love themselves enough and to love their communities enough to acknowledge that we deserve a system of uh, uh, protections in place for when we are abused by our own. Because any oppressed community that is oppressed by the world at large also oppresses themselves. And I know that from being a social worker for years. I've seen it in South Central. I've seen it in Panorama City. I've seen kids say, I'm not good enough. I I can't go to a four-year school, but maybe I'll make it to community college. Or not even that. I'll go to trade school or not even that. I'll take over the family business. And the family business is illegal drug sales. More Reality Check Live straight ahead. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. 
We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631 800-570-9631 That's 800-570-9631 Reality Check Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. And now, Morgan Freeman's Springtime Memories. April 7th, 2002. I was with my wife while she was shopping for a sundress when I saw a beautiful yellow fedora. I just knew I had to have it. My wife said, What makes you think your big head's gonna look good in that hat? I laughed and said, what makes you think your big ass is going to look good in that dress? That was 13 years ago. We still sleep in separate beds. That was another of Morgan Freeman's springtime memories. R.C.L. A Broadway legend. A college student and the harassment that still stings today. That's the headline on BuzzFeed. It says Michael Martin was thrilled for the chance to work with multiple Tony Award winning designer William Ivy Long. Michael Martin sitting right next to me. He's a writer, musician, and comic based in LA. And when someone has power over you and they are your boss and they want to touch you with the unspoken threat of you losing your job if you don't allow it that's where you were you were a young guy trying to escalate up the ladder in your career yeah uh doing prop design with a four-time tony winner he was a two-time tony award winner at the time now he has six not that i'm counting Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. any oppressed community that is oppressed by the world at large also oppresses themselves and I know that from being a social worker for years. And I thought to myself, after a long day of social work, after pulling off in a 7-Eleven parking lot near Harbor City and crying my eyes out over a lovely girl named Renata, that life's got to be better for sweet Renata, who lives with her ugly drug dealer dad, who locks the fridge and yells at the kids for using the stove because that's his gas and it's his money. And I thought, aren't we doing that to ourselves too in the gay community? You want to take away my pain? You want to minimize my struggle? Why? So that you can focus on Madonna's birthday? She's not even gay. And I love Madonna. She's done a lot for the gay community and I'll always love Madonna. But let's get it right. We've got stuff on our own to fix. And if we don't talk about it, it won't get fixed. I'm glad you bring that up. Carrie Harrison with you, by the way. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can follow us on all social media at Go Harris. We're broadcasting on a variety of FMs up and down California, across America, as well as a number of AMs uh, next to Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. We're offering little hearts and minds alternative to Klan rallies and things like that that apparently have become popular once again. Can we... Talk about that, Carrie, because I think there's a relativity issue here. Uh, for instance, Brock Turner raped a blonde white girl, 
and that's a national story, mm-hmm. right? In fact, we circled back to it when he tried to get his charges dismissed or lessened, and then we circled back to it again. We can't hear enough about this blonde white girl and this blonde white boy, both privileged, that hurt each other. He hurt her. He took away something from her. And I think it's wonderful that we're outraged by that. But there was a boy named Blaze Bernstein that was killed as a hate crime. A week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, Blaze Bernstein, where's the outrage for that? And I will say where the outrage is. It's in the gay community, and it's being shoved down by people who would rather us be polite and not make a fuss. You're talking about gays pushing down their own. Yeah, yeah. They want us to, they want us to dress nice and look, look nice and, and don't upset the apple cart for these nice straight people and let them, let them have like their day in the sun and we'll just do their hair. That's not good enough for us anymore. It has never been good enough for us. We are philosophers and leaders. Do not forget, Alexander took over the world. Alexander the Great. And I'm not Alexander, I, my ex. Maybe I've been accused of being manic. <laughs> I've been accused of uh, of being narcissistic. I, if I'm narcissistic, I'm narcissistic the same way Dolly Parton is. I keep to my own, and I promote my stuff, and I write songs, and I try to try to have a message of kindness. And yeah, I guess uh, over the years of doing my blog and running around in my underwear and an apron and baking pies with these nice boys from Brooklyn and these nice boys from from L.A. All over the age of eighteen, they bring ID. I have more friends than enemies, I'll tell you that much. And I don't know who my enemies are now because I threw a stone at a big giant. I have a a hypothesis, too, about um, oppressed people pushing fellow oppressed people down, Uh, much as we see that famous saying of crabs in a bucket. Crabs in a barrel, yeah. Crabs in a barrel, crabs in a bucket. We, Most of us have been on a beach, I imagine, have seen crabs, put them in a bucket. Uh, some start climbing up the side, and then the ones at the bottom pull them back down. It's not universally going to happen every single time, but when you are oppressed, and until you find your voice, it's really hard uh, to let somebody get above you, because then you're even lower. And... That's what it is. That's what the emails are about. The emails are about this person reading my story, realizing that they're doing nothing for their own selves, realizing that they are eating from the master's hand. And the, and let me just say this. They're, yes. They're eating from the master's hand, and they feel ashamed. And when they read my story, it triggers their shame. And they strike out to defend the small privileges that the master is giving them. And that's fine for them. I pity them for that. But it is not good enough for me. And it's not good enough for the people I love. I think also, Michael Martin and Carrie Harrison here with you, by the way, I think we live in Los Angeles, which is where we're coming from. It's a bubble. Yeah. I think we all agree it's a bubble. Yeah. We forget, I forget, that just five miles from here, uh, you know, you say somebody is gay and they and whoever is hearing that, they have a problem with that. And and they may have a problem because they may never have been disabused of the notion that it's not actually a choice that Timmy made on a Thursday because there were no girls around. A lot of people simply don't know what this is, and they don't know it as a biological imperative. This has been proved, by the way. The BBC did an extraordinary report in 2002. It was uh, all over the world except for the United States, and they actually changed the sexual orientation of a fruit fly 
five times in a single hour by simply raising and lowering the room temperature. A fruit fly, as you know, a, no pun intended. I just happen to kind of <laughs> like that fact. Well, I have um, a few. Is a, is a very simple organism. They are the perfect laboratory specimen to play with. And so we found the biological imperative. We found certain uh, genetic markers that are seem to be consistent. We know the hypothalamus of a gay male is different from that of a straight male. We know that lesbians have a more developed cochlea in the ear, very similar to straight males. They can hear the lion and the twigs snapping in the jungle. All humor aside, there are absolute parallels that go on with this kind of sexual orientation. And to your point, now that I'm on a big old rant, Alexander the Great conquered most of the known world. He did. We take a look at uh, Gore Vidal, one of the greatest historians who's ever lived. Oscar Wilde. Stephen Sondheim. Stephen Sondheim. Rainwright. Uh, uh, look, look, John at, Cameron Mitchell. Yes, and, and see, we're selling it here to you. We're selling it, baby. Zeus, from which we get the word Deus or Deuteronomy or Jesus. Zeus, the god of gods. What is in front of his temple in Athens, Greece? The temple to Antinous. Right in front of it, built by the Emperor Hadrian, gay, who built the first libraries across the world. Correct. And it is the temple to his boyfriend, Antinous. The Greeks do not have car accidents while driving by that. (laughs) Well, we're going to have self-driving cars soon, and none of us will have car accidents that are our fault. Yeah. So, So back to the seriousness for a second. We're talking to Michael Martin, and this is based on a BuzzFeed article that has blown up to the point that we were receiving emails and such. So we were getting to the bottom of it, hearing his side and having him lay out really this first time ever. It's Me Too for Gays. It's a 2018-2019. It is a brave new world. This is uncharted territory. And he is probably the first national example to come out and talk about what that is actually like. And it is distinctly similar to what women report. There's virtually no difference in many ways. Can I say that that there, women, women do report a lingering feeling or suspicion of, uh, I, I think Uma Thurman mentioned it about uh, about Harvey Weinstein, that uh, she could no longer trust people that were older or more wealthy or more accomplished than her. Uh, she was always afraid that somebody wanted to hire her and that they were going to try to rape her or cajole her into a situation she wasn't uncomfortable with or ply her with alcohol or even on set. You know, people see the things they want to see and when when somebody's paying your paycheck and, and if it's Matt Lauer or something and they have wandering hands, they just have wandering hands and then, then you'll hear things like, oh, Lou Dobbs is really handsy. You know what I mean? Well, I happen to know Lou Dobbs is a scumbag because he ruined the career of a good person that I know uh, who is now a media coach. I'm not going to mention her name. So we're really talking about power. Yes. It is really the exercise of supreme power. And when someone has power over you and they are your boss and they want to touch you with the unspoken threat of you losing your job if you don't allow it, that's where you were. You were a young guy trying to escalate up the ladder in your career, uh, doing prop design with a four-time Tony winner. He was a two-time Tony Award winner at the time. Now he has six. Not that I'm counting. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad you brought this to us. Uh, Obviously, we're going to see more as we also start to see gay divorces and things that have never existed before in human culture. So then, uh, is this a first time for many to hear? Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. More to come. 
All right, we'll be back after this. The next sounds you hear will be that of our stations breaking. Live. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-898-0816 800-898-0816 That's 800-898-0816